The following program is sponsored by Michael W. Smith. The views expressed on the following program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. Phoenix, Arizona, Brother Mike is back on the radio. Welcome to Filthy Fridays on HardcoreChristianity.com. Today's Bible study, Protestant Perverts on Parade. Normally I ask you to call somebody and tell them radio program's on. Please do not do that. This is an in-house program today. A little bit too much for outsiders. I'm Brother Mike, the professional counselor at the Arizona Deliverance Center. We're downtown on 15th Avenue, just south of Osborne Road. It's the Red Brick Building. On the website, You'll see all of our ministry services. We have two live services every week, Thursday and Friday nights at 7 o'clock. Also broadcast on our YouTube streaming channel, youtube.com slash houseofhealingaz. You can sign up for our free seminars off the website. You can sign up for my deliverance training class once a month, the fourth Saturday of every month at noon. You can hit the PayPal button and send us another donation. Thank you for doing that. You've kept us on the air for 20 years. Sister Karen will list your house for sale. She's on the homepage of the website. If you need a religious exemption for the uh, vaccine, guess what? They're going to crank this up again. November is coming around. They're going to come up with a bunch of monkeypox, COVID-19 strains, to try and pull off another uh, ballot harvesting, ballot printing, 2,000 mule stunt. Uh, That's coming. You're going to need that religious exemption. Send me an email, mike at hardcorechristianity.com. I'll mail it right out to you. If you know someone who needs to be delivered and they can't come for help, send me an email. I'll send you the miracle list, a step-by-step guide to total freedom that works 100% of the time. May God bless you. Protestant perverts on parade. The great Apostle Paul, the greatest Christian that ever lived, told his protege, Timothy, in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. And boy, that's what's happening here. The Southern Baptists were watching all the sexual perversion in the Roman Catholic Church, and they were looking over with a lot of jealousy. They couldn't believe how long they'd been doing it and how many kids had been uh, molested and the level of pedophilia in the Catholic Church. And the Southern Baptists got, you know, they got a little jealous over it. They're the largest Protestant denomination and thought, well, heck, why should we be left out? Then the Southern Baptists looked over and saw the Mormons abusing kids in droves. They thought, man, I, I can't believe it. These guys have got us beat too. We can't put up with that. And then they saw... You know, all the kids in the Boy Scouts getting abused. They said, man, this is ridiculous. We're, we're lagging behind here. So they cranked it up. As you know, the report came out last week. A staggering expose on the Southern Baptist Convention. It's unbelievable. The level of pedophilia and sexual perversion in this religious organization is jaw-droppingly gasping. The report came out, uh, Guidepost Solutions Report of the Independent Investigation on the Southern Baptist Convention. That was the name of the report. And I'll tell you, it was devastating. Uh, The activity going on in this organization is purely 
satanic, but they were able to move up into the realm of the Mormons and the Catholics are doing great. It's a, it's a uh, Kentucky Derby photo finish here now between the organizations of sexual perversion. The race is on. In this report, they found that the leaders of the Southern Baptists were keeping people from reporting their abuse. They obstructed efforts to expose the perverts in the system. They worked to maintain a fake public image. They routinely buried the truth. And they left thousands of abused children in their wake. Come to find out, the Mormons and the Boy, Boy Scouts and the Roman Catholics don't have anything on them. This thing's close. Month after month, new revelations came out during this research, as you know. And here's what's important about these exposés with the Catholics and Mormons and the Southern Baptists: you have to you have to uncover evil and you have to expose it. That's the only way to stop it. It won't completely stop it, but it will temporarily freeze the system. And that's what's so good about whistleblowers is that when you release this information, it gives the victims and the perpetrators an opportunity to find grace, healing, and forgiveness and to prevent other kids from being exposed. Okay, uh, Good things come out when you expose Perverts. Case in point, Harvey Weinstein. I think this guy's still in prison. Uh, case in point, uh, Hugh Hefner. Uh, Hugh Hefner got away with it. He had created this fake persona that he was an advocate for women's rights and dignity, when in fact he was a massive, gasping woman abuser, a rapist a sex addict, a sexual predator. This guy was the pits of humanity. Kevin Spacey, a, a raging, demon-infected, self-loathing homosexual who destroyed his career and is currently being prosecuted Overseas, Have you been following the Kevin Spacey case? Well, these people aren't Christians, obviously, but the point of it is that the Roman Catholics, the Southern Baptists, the Mormons, and so on, they act just like sinners. They act just like sinners. The great Apostle Paul, in Romans chapter 2, spoke to these... Uh, sick Christians and these fake Jews. And he, he said something remarkable. He said, quote, you who boast in the law dishonor God by breaking the law. For it is written, the name of God is blasphemed among the Gentiles because of you. Well, yeah, that's exactly right. Now, the precious name of Jesus is is mocked and laughed at 
by sinners because of the sexual perversion of Roman Catholics and Southern Baptists. These people put the P in perversion. But the point of doing that is not that the devil likes abusing children, which he does, he loves it. It's like a hobby. It's like a party. He loves destroying kids' lives. He's excellent at it. He knows exactly what to do and how to do it. But that isn't his number one goal. He gets these religious organizations, and that's all these people are, just religious organizations. There's very, very few true born-again, spirit-filled Christians anywhere in Roman Catholicism or in the Southern Baptist denomination. It's, it's basically very rare. They're there, but I mean, there's not that many of them. But the purpose of it all is not just abusing kids. That's a side note to the devil. What he wants to do is exactly what Paul said here. He wants sinful people, sinners, unbelievers, atheists, agnostics, etc. He wants them to blaspheme the name of Jesus. For it is the name of Jesus that is Satan's biggest nemesis. True faith in the name of Jesus will dismantle everything the devil's doing, using, or about to use. And that's why he's so fearful of it, and that's why he uses these fake Christians, these carnal Christians, these deep-seated organizations of spiritual losers. He uses them to sin. Then he exposes them. I know that statement sounds crazy. Believe it or not, the devil betrays the people that serve him the most. That's how much he hates their guts. So he just simply exposed the Mormons and what they were doing to the Boy Scouts. He just simply exposed, by the way, those lawsuits are still going. They're still settling those claims, thousands of them. He encouraged the Southern Baptists to go ahead and have anal intercourse with sixth grade boys, rape young girls, the whole nine yards. They did it all, loved it, liked it. And then he exposes them, he betrays them, he hides them for a while and gives them cover. Then he lets them go. Then they get exposed and the purpose of it all is for what? Yeah, he wants to blaspheme and dishonor God by showing that there is no God. Because if there was a God, Southern Baptists and the Roman Catholics would not be acting the way they are if there really was a God. So the devil's prima facie evidence couldn't be clearer. In 1 Corinthians chapter 5, the Apostle Paul liked to fell over in a dead faint. When he got there, there was some guy whose father had died. He was a born-again, spirit-filled Christian. And he found one of his, one of his father's wives, his stepmom. He had the hots for her. He found her very attractive, and he took her. So she was a widow. 
and he took her for himself. Well, Paul found out about it and almost fell over in a dead faint. He said, you guys are doing worse than, worse than pagans do. Some pagans don't even have sex with their stepmothers. Okay? You guys are as bad or worse than them. And what did Paul tell him to do? Get rid of him. In 2 Corinthians, the guy repented. And then Paul said, since he repented, grace covers this horrible sin. Take him back. Can the Southern Baptists be forgiven for what they've done? Yes. They can be, but only if they come back in brokenness and heartfelt repentance. Folks, the great apostasy is well underway, as you know. Churches are falling by the wayside left and right. Pastors are quitting the ministry left and right. Don't let this happen to you. The views expressed on this program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. This program was sponsored by Michael W. Smith.